This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've got to talk to you guys about Magic Mind. Being a podcast host is pretty demanding. You always have to stay sharp, keep your thoughts clear, and maintain a pretty high energy level to especially engage with guests. So I've always been curious, always looking to learn and share, but I must admit there are days that I, I struggle with a bit of brain fog. So my routine in the morning usually consists of waking up pretty raw and immediately moving into my morning exercises. This is how I've always tried to stay sharp and focused, but there are days, man, when I still feel like a, a lack of mental clarity and concentration. The folks at Magic Mind were kind enough to send me a couple boxes, samples, and it really have like made a difference in my mornings. I felt it right after my workout. It's, it's like a huge mental boost that carries me throughout the day. It doesn't just give me the energy boost. It also improves my focus. I feel like my conversations with guests are much sharper and I'm better able to stay aware and engaged. So I've been doing Magic Mind for the last week and a half now. And I noticed my productivity levels are through the roof. Even after several days of use, I feel the difference. It helps me stay in a flow state. It gives me that mental energy I need to maintain my curiosity and explore all the corners of game development with my guests. So, and you know, what's even better, it's natural, vegan, as far as I can tell, doesn't contain any sugar. There's also other ingredients that helps reduce stress and anxiety and several types of mushrooms that supports cognition and boosts energy levels. Now, now I wouldn't recommend something unless I generally believe in it. I shared it with my wife and she even noticed a difference. And she mentioned to me, she haven't felt this way for a long time. She's, I've always relied on caffeine to kind of help boost up her day. But with these shots of Magic Mind, it completely transformed and helped with her daily routine. So hugely noticed the benefits. So let's crush your 2024 New Year's resolution. This is a deal only for January. At the end of January, this is gone. So go to magicmind.com forward slash J-A-N Unchained. That's J-A-N Unchained. And with my code GainDev Unchained, it's an extra 20% off, which gets you to 75% off. This only lasts until the end of January. When subscribing for three months, you get the first month free and the rest of the two months, 75% off. Jumpstart your brain, jumpstart your new job, jumpstart your next milestone with Magic Mind. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast of game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your host, Brandon Fam, and and with me, a special guest, Ray Graham. How are you doing, Ray? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm here. What's up? What's happening? You've been here. It sounds like you've been here for a while. Uh, <laughs> As always, you know, for those who haven't read the the title, this is uh, once a month. Uh, we we're graced with Ray Graham to talk about you know what's going on with the news, uh, specifically game developer news that affects game developers. So, without further ado, let's get right to it. Uh, I thought last year ended with the bang and i thought it was kind of like all right you know before the holidays was kind of like the all the executions are made right (laughs) but i guess this is the more the sensible sensible layoffs where they waited till after the holidays for everyone to come back to the office uh to do more slaying uh and it's been like a handful of studios and it's only been like what the second week of January? <laughs> There's like four or five big embracer, right? Doing the uh the usual what? embracer they did group. cuts. They did work cuts. Yeah, so they they dropped Lost Boys Interactive. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah. were like a major contributor yeah. to the Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Uh, well, part of Gearbox basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 150 devs. Oof. Uh and it was any it was not obviously anything performance related it was just literally excel sheet got to get rid of heads um hmm. and that was quite a surprise because uh i i i don't know if you know anyone i know a few people and things sounded all right <laughs> up to that point but embracer group if you guys are, are unaware are, are leading the pack i think they're in like the at least the hundreds even a thousand of people like layoffs they were in like one of the highlights of the pandemic went went into like a a spending spree right they swooped up a lot of studios uh crystal oh was it crystal Dynamics yeah. as well yeah. right yeah a bunch of studios, um, but uh, the 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 downfall is even, I think, far greater than the the, the series that they picked up. I mean, they're talking about things how they're, uh, how they scooped up Gearbox for like a billion dollars a couple of years ago, right? And they're already talking about selling Gearbox two years after, like they're putting it up for sale, um, to kind of. What's going on here, man? Was it like the COVID was that crazy where where people didn't have any long-term thinking beyond that year? Like, is it like literally just for investors quarterly right now and everyone's just I mean, I do. I think Embracer is a little different because they because it wasn't it like they had some big mega deal that was going to go through sure. and then the deal didn't go through and then now we're seeing the the aftermath of, of that deal not going through, but it also begs the question, why are you buying up spots if your whole future of your plan and strategy resolves around one deal? That seems kind of putting all the eggs in one basket. It seems like- it sounds like, yeah, you're definitely on your last breath. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't a plan. It was like, hey, uh, 
Yeah. It was just kind of like, like this Hail Mary and see, see how it goes. Right. So yeah, it's a prayer. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And then now we're in, we're in a phase where people are like, like less gung ho about spending money. Right. So, so now it's like, okay, you guys go back and who pays the cost of the bad decisions. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, it's pretty clear that this will continue for at least another month. Um, it's only been two weeks in, right? I think people mm-hmm. are just trying to cascade the news mm-hmm. and do it all at once. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, there's other things, factors at play here. You're looking at like um, January, February, March is um, Q1 for some companies. Yeah. Uh, and for some other companies, it's 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 Q4, depending on like what fiscal year calendar you use, yeah. right? So um, so Q4 is a good time to start cleaning a house to to make the books look good for the next for upcoming. Year. Yeah, and and then some people were like, yeah, some people online were like, oh, can the game industry please stop with all the layoffs already? It's only the first week. It's only two weeks in, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's it's like I think everybody's just trying to be nice. And, yeah. and and not lay people off before Christmas and get skewered for that. Yeah, and and so now they're getting they're doing layoffs after Christmas and getting skewered for that, right? Yeah, like, listen, like there's, you can't there's no win. winning. Yeah, there's no winning. These when corporate laying off people, you, you ain't winning. These like, big wigs with money, they can't win, man. <laughs> they can't satisfy anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm shedding I'm shedding a tear for them. But, I know, <laughs> but uh, no, they're trying no. to be the nice guy here, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of aligning to my original expectation. I feel like people things won't really die down to at the at the very least mid of this year. Like things will, mm. the dust will kind of start settling. I think for. An, unfortunately another six months um i'll say I, march i'll say, I'll say you say march, march court q1 yeah. okay yeah yeah like it's it's gonna coincide with the quarters well I, I will say i will say linkedin have been more well i mean still bad but like still positive i'm i'm, I'm seeing people uh talking about starting their new jobs finding new jobs all right, yeah, I feel few. like a, a yeah, few. a few. Like um there was like a really bad streak late last year where it was like 6 months straight. It's like, "Hey, still but looking." I know I want you to know though, like the people that you're seeing, "Oh yeah, I got a job." Those people were looking for 6 months. They weren't looking for a week. They're they've been looking for for months. That's months. what I mean. I read, yeah, I t- yeah. I'll take that versus <laughs> post after post. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm starving. I, mean, I might quit the industry. I don't know what I'm going to have to I, do. I can't, I've been in a thousand interviews, you know? I, I mean, it's not going to be good when, when um, already, like you said, in the first two weeks here, we've had like what? 3,000, 3,000 people. Something their jobs. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's going to, you know, it's just going to be worse, right? It's going to be harder to get, like, the market's already kind of tight already when it comes to finding jobs, and it's just going to get worse for people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where you don't know if you should be hiding from your boss or, like, start high-fiving him. You know, do you stay out of sight so that he doesn't remember you enough so that he just <laughs> hide in the background or you just, you know, risk I mean, the chance of showing up as a as a, just a name on a piece of sh- you know sheet of paper i mean i mean i you know i give people this like like so i i do see people like freaking out and worrying yeah. a lot about maybe losing their, losing their jobs you know and uh the one the one advice maybe two pieces of advice to give people is one um these companies don't love you man 
Yeah. Um, um, it's it's like at the end of the day, these companies are not your family. They anyone any company that says that you need to run far away from them, right? But um, but they're not your family. They, they don't love you. When time get hard, it'll be time for the axe, right? So what you have to do is is be prepared, right? Yeah. Um, have your resume ready. Um, have your portfolio ready. Uh, know what you're worth. Have or like always be interviewing. Always be looking. Right. And and then when time comes, when it's hard, you know, you, you're not freaking out because you're like, you know what, I'm ready and I'm prepared. Um, th- that That's that's the number one thing, because um, you don't know when the axe will fall for you, you know? Yeah, it's definitely. Definitely makes it a harder case uh, <laughs> to, to kind of be loyal to your company at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I mean, you could be. I think you could be loyal, right? Yeah, but you have to be prepared, right? Prepared, yeah. That's the um, keyword. Don't don't be just blindly blindly loyal, comfortable. Your your resume is all in tatters, and and then you next thing you know, you're out of a job, and now you have to get prepared. You know what I mean? Um, always be prepared. Build that network up. Build build those connections with people, so that when you when you are out there you can reach out to your network and be like, Hey, like, what's up. Right. And, and know what's out there, know what opportunities out there, know what you're worth, know what kind of jobs there, know what you want to do. Um, if you want to learn some skill, you know, learn the skill while you're working. Yeah. Right. Um, be prepared. Right. And you can still be loyal to your job, but it'd be foolhardy to say, Oh, I'm loyal. And so therefore I'm not going to look right. Yeah. I mean, it's, <sighs> I've been there, you know, like being like, it still feels that way. Your head always on a swivel, uh, high anxiety all the time when the job itself is pretty demanding. Uh, Never be comfortable. I mean, these are terrible things (laughs) to say to anyone, right? It's like, like some of these people you're telling this to is like, dude, I'm 50 years old. What do you mean? I can't. (laughs) It's like, it's such a hard uh, high intensity type of job already yeah. and and to tell people i mean i i would say like the last few years have felt better right you mm-hmm. know it had you know it felt like we were on this peak at covid right where there there's no wrong there's uh where we're uh what do you call it recession proof right look at look at how everyone uh mm-hmm is working from home and it's, it's what we've been championing forever. It's, it's perfect for the game industry, all this stuff. Uh, and, and so I felt like I would say maybe since 2015, 2016 personally, and what I see in, within the network and just countless interviews I've done with people, the industry felt like it was getting better, right? At this every two years shutdown thing, right? It, it, we were on, quite a streak it felt like right Mm. uh and then to feel that comfort and be hit with (laughs) let's call it reality (laughs) sure yeah Yeah, to hit the reality uh in such a way where i haven't seen i mean people are, are clearly saying this is like haven't seen it this bad for at least 10 years so like this must be the worst that i personally have seen the industry been impacted across the board um in a, in a lot of ways social media 
kind of made it felt like it made it worse <laughs> because the news i think a lot of this is reacting to how other bigger companies are evaluating what's going on right so yeah. i feel like that is a large part of the data that people are like well i mean we were thinking about this a long time and it's this time to do it we gotta roll it in uh as part of the excuses you know what i mean yeah, no, I've said it on here before. I, I think it's it's a it's a sign of um, it's a lot of follow the leader. But but I, what I said before was, you know, in the, an uncertain economic uncertain economic environment, companies are going to start being like, okay, um, how do we cut expenditure so that we can increase profits so that we can have some sort of cushion if things get real bad. Right. Yeah. And, and so, like, when you want to reduce expenditure, people, the first thing to do the cut. Right. Yeah. And, um, and especially with the, with the game industry, also, like, it's hard, man, to capture people's attention and keep their attention for a long period of time. Um, and so, all these companies are looking at their portfolio, their slate of games, and they're like, do I really need this expenditure? Yeah. And what, and what return is it going to give me? And how can I maximize my return, right? Um, and so, and and the, the common man are, is going to lose when, when they're doing that kind of math. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's more bad news before good news type of thing. <laughs> I mean, it's dominating the headlines. Like uh, you know, roundtable. Oh, yeah. We try to mix. And other things, but like uh, I don't see anything worth talking about. Really, <laughs> I'm scanning through it. It's like, yeah, I mean, like you know, Valve is talking about. I mean, the other big thing is Valve is finally opening up and being more accepted of AI within wow, game yeah, releases. So. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. I mean, they were really uh, no question asked as soon as AI became a little popular. They were, and they were like pulling games that had any hint of using mm -hmm. AI. But now they just kind of let the floodgates open. It kind of reminds me of when they uh, kind of stopped Steam Greenlight, right? Being curating yeah. every piece of the content. And now you're like, oh, let's see what happens, right? Yeah. Um, Steam being such a major player still in the PC space, at least for indie developers, really, right? Um, how do you see this having a bigger impact to what's going to go on with AI? That's going to be a disaster. Content? You think so? It's going to be a disaster. Garbage. Explain yourself. It's just going to be garbage on the on more garbage more bad acid flips but now it's not acid flips it's just bad ai generated nonsense just thrown on there um one caveat they had in there was like you have to make sure that the your ai content is responsibly or legally sourced right yeah uh, and i'm like how, how the hell do you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like impossible to know like what are you talking about right and and um, i think that line is just to save them from well yeah exactly right? exactly and, and then they're like oh if you think some of your art is is on here um you should click this button and it will take it down and i'm just like come on mate you're expecting the audience out there to um police it for you and it's also impossible for the audience to know like oh is this some some uh, copyrighted work that this AI that this AI art was generated from, right? Um, and then they you know they they categorize into games like 
games that um are like assets are generated with AI and then just given to you, and then the games that actually actively use AI while you're playing the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's just, yeah. I'm just like, I, I can see it now, like really bad NPC conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I get to see it now, like the soulless uh, creations, you know, and and um, it's it's and of course, team's gonna let it go down because at the end of the day, what can it do? Um, well, no, 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 not what can they do? At the end, of the day, they they could they could keep it banned. That's what they could do, right? But at the end of the day, um, the more content on the site is money in their pocket. Yeah, at the end of the day, they'll high profits. Right. But what I meant was. Yeah, I mean, there's like 200 people at the organization, and you're really talking about one content moderator or something, right? It's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to look through all these indie generated AI? I, I don't it's like, know. Nah, I don't want to do. No, no, I, I, no, I don't. I know, but I also I don't know why you even make an excuse for this, right? Like the, at the end of the day, it's about it's about the money, right? It's about the money. And, yeah, it's about the money, right? So you know, approving more games make them more money period yeah 100 yeah yeah and it's been working so i mean the 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 higher courts of the ethical reasons of using ai or any other reasons it, it it's it's on in it's it's in the higher courts in valve right valve is a game company they sell they allow developers to sell software right uh this is like more governing power of being you know to to kind of dictate whether this should be allowed or not and mm-hmm. in my opinion i i don't think like banning ai is like how exactly do they do that like how how exactly were they able to tell like you, you say you know with the liability stuff that they wrote obviously but i think mm-hmm. let's just assume you know the people have, have, have way more information than we do they had way more discussions about this uh and they just saw no path going forward where they are able to look at all submissions and evaluate whether AI was used and if it was, you know, used correctly or incorrectly. I mean, that sounds like a job that nobody wants to do. <laughs> but that's the thing, like their policy doesn't solve yeah. that problem. Their policy right. literally is like self-report. Right. If your game is using AI or not, and then how is it using it? Yeah. And then we'll use that information to disclose on your store page and figure out if you're, if you're the game should be released or not. So straight off the bat, yeah. straight off the bat, somebody can just be like, well, I ain't going to tell you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then that will require somebody. Yeah. To, it's definitely a wink with nut nudged. Yeah. 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 Well, mid journey, kind of made headlines too uh it's still the number one prompt generator ai system mm-hmm. right because you know they 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 scraped the internet i mean you can't beat that um and they're in court right uh as far as i remember i mean they're being at evernorth health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line it's possible complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com wonder 
your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, who's oh, being sued? OpenAI like, was, was, being, was being sued by New York Times, but I don't know about Midjourney. So artists are suing Midjourney. Artists are suing stability. Because I, I remember... A few weeks back, they were able to dig into the conversations, right, by the founders of Midjourney. Mm. And they literally were talking about how to work around using copyrighted materials from artists, uh, legal loopholes, right? And they were just solving it in Discord of all places, right? Um, to try to, like, get around from this. And, you know, of course, they thought about this. Um, I mean... It sounds like it's getting to a place that there will be some resolution, some compromise at the very least of how and what is ethical. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the biggest thing is, I think every realistically everybody was kind of already considering is that you know AI is here to stay in, in some form, right? And I think Valve took a look at things and they decided. Yeah, you know, this will be fought in the courts, but at the meantime, let's make some money. Um, let's not police this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading the, the Valve thing again, just to make sure I don't mischaracterize it. But like, yeah, they just gave up. Well, they've you know? always been and, like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. no and it, it's, it's really One funny. Missions. Yeah. You know, it's really funny because they're like, it's taken us some time to yeah. figure this out. And we're sorry. You know, that this has made it harder for some developers to make decisions around their games, but we don't feel we serve our players and developer parties by rushing into decisions that have this much complexity. Yeah, sure. But you you thought about it long and hard and you yeah. came back and you're like, yeah, we just should have people self-report. <laughs> yeah. That's what you ended up with. Right? You just gave up trying trying to solve it um, yourself and, and, and to remove yourself completely um, from the equation. Right. Yeah. The finals was probably the, I mean, it reached 10 million, I think, uh, players, right? This It's uh, made by a bunch of dice, ex-dice people, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be their second game release, but it just developed further, right? Then their Arc Raider game that is still under development. Uh, they, you know, very, were very open about their AI use, at least for the, the, the voice recording, right? They use voice mm-hmm. actors, got their mission. Uh, they still got them in there to record certain things, but like the announcers are kind of AI generated and, and saying certain things, right? That it gives them infinite variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sort of got backlash, but they further explained themselves. But, so it wasn't like a straight up cancel situation. Uh, but it was the first I game. Didn't, I didn't even hear about this actually. Uh, yeah. So, uh, there was a lot of back and forth. It was like, how exactly did you replace all voice actors? That's the biggest thing, right? It's like, do you mm-hmm. just got them to talk about like, you know, say little consonants <laughs> and then you just made them be able to kind of string sentences together. It's like, no, no, they use it in an ethical way, mm-hmm. uh, to give us infinite choices, right. Within the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's an example of 
let's say a double A team making a triple A type of game with the small team. I mean, that's their biggest thing they spent mm. uh, famously a year and a half of research before even, you know, going into development of any game. Right. Uh, and this is the result of that. It's doing well. That seems to be the balance uh, utilizing AI going forward. Um, at least, you know, at least a standard that seems to be safe right now, right? That I don't see anyone trying to boycott the finals. Uh, it did, it's doing and still remains to be doing well. Uh, how do you think that is a step for, if not already, right? I mean, Blizzard announced, we talked about this, how they're, you know, uh, kind of s- scaling their own art library right to, mm-hmm. which was pretty crazy thinking about it because if if there was any company blizzard would be such a concept artist friendly company <laughs> i mean their whole art style is just inspired by drawing right <laughs> uh so uh how, how do you think i mean I, I think our base feeling right is that all companies are trying to get in on this right Hence the strikes in Hollywood and therefore games. Um, and they're just waiting for things to die down. Correct. Mm-hmm. So where do you advise developers to stand right now? Because I, I, I've talked about this many times. Like I feel like there's this misconception that the whole game industry is up in arms against AI. I was like, eh, it's a smaller group than that. <laughs> wow. It, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's the people whose jobs are, are state. threatened, threatened yeah. by it are, are of course the ones that are most vocal about it. Sure. Um, I also think that what we're seeing is the inevitable acceleration of the continual race um the arms the arms race the triple a arms yeah. race yeah. where um it's more content we need more content we need more content um and more context expensive with less right? people um and yeah and the teams the teams are smaller why because the, the games have to be made bigger better and better and the margin has to be manageable and the risk has to be manageable Right. So you're going to have smaller teams making more content. Along comes AI, you know, and the thing about the finals, I was looking at the quote while you were talking, you know, yeah, it allows our team to work better and faster and do more with and do more with less. Right. It's really key. Right. Because then um, smaller teams want to make games with a smaller budget, um, but they have to compete with games that have huge budgets. Right. And and uh, and it's going to be harder and harder and harder. And we're seeing that inevitability is like, OK, how can we cut costs? How how can we continue to cut costs, but still generate the content and the experience that users want? Um, So, yeah. So so like it's just the inevitable outcome of that. And so for people and I'm with it, though, like I, I can understand voice actors going. I could have got hired for that job to do those voices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I didn't, or, 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 if it, or if, if it was done in such a way where it's like, they brought somebody in to generate the data used to train the model, 
right? Yeah. To that then would then replicate that. And they got they got permission from from the voice actor and all that. Like I I could see that being okay, you know, because mm-hmm. um, it's very open and honest. Or like in the case of Blizzard, they're creating their own art, yeah, to train the model with. I could see that being being reasonable because it's it's art that you create yourself. Well, how do you feel about pe- those artists who because I still feel like a lot of artists don't understand that concept. When you work for a company, you sign over anything you generate over to yeah, that yeah. company, right? Yeah. I think a lot of artists still have a problem with Blizzard using their previous made art for the company to train and basically no, don't, uh, I'll just I'll just say it plainly. I think those people are stupid. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I'm done. All right, you know, sit back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. I think I think they're dumb, right? Because yeah. if it's if it's content that's made at the company and it, the company owns it, it's theirs. Yeah, yeah, it's theirs. That's right? capitalism. So it's, it's How else would they? they yeah, <laughs> I would. I would say this is to say that's a good thing that that's capitalism. Well, let me let me say I heard I heard I'll comment on this real quick and I'll yeah, let you return yeah, to yeah. your thought. All right, <laughs> I heard this over the 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 break, right? And yeah, it's the idea which I feel that there is a growing number. All right, and this is going way back with you know youth, right? Sure. There's a grow <laughs> there's a growing number of people who are all about pay me my worth, right? Right. If I come in and I generate this amount of money, that is the amount of money you pay for me. And it was like a professor at a school. It's like, you will never be paid for what you're worth because (laughs) then I would just be using you to pay you back. And then I am left with nothing. That is not how capitalism works. I have to profit (laughs) from you for me to in, in order for me to hire you for a reason right so i, no, I think that was pay, very interesting no, i think you pay people what they're worth but then you charge more than what they're worth well, that's, that's what i mean right, right, right. well that defeats the purpose of what they're worth is yeah, so that you, you know cut, so you could cut off your piece and yeah well that's what i'm saying you never get paid for what you're worth <laughs> is what he's saying because what you're worth has to be more than what i pay you otherwise well, this wouldn't work what you're worth what you're worth is the maximum price anybody's willing to pay right but it's just Period. like anything it's the Period. it's the basic yeah. idea of economics it's like as a businessman yeah. i am putting my money out and i am risking that you know you might not make any money from me and mm. i will eat that cost right yeah, yeah. yeah so like you know i i think it's scarily the people's thinking nowadays is so heavily leaned the other way that I feel like there's a lot of, uh, well, misconception clearly, but uh, a lot of um, digression in this conversation, right? Like you can't have, you can't talk to anyone like that and make, and make money together eventually because it's like, you know, if you start a business by saying, well, I am old this much. However, you know, if you do make a lot of money, I want, you know, but everything. Here's, here's, here's <laughs> it's like, here's where's your risk then? Well, here's uh, another piece of advice, right? They yeah. get paid, they get paid what you're worth. They get paid fairly. Yeah. Uh, the best way to do that is to own your own thing. Yep. Period. Take the risk. Go for it. Period. <laughs> like, no, it, Period. That's just yeah. how it works, right? Um, and then you will get paid what you're worth. You will get paid X percentage of the company that you own, right? And you'll get yeah. exactly what you're worth, right? The, that the company generates. Um, but otherwise, yeah, no, um, you work for somebody else, right? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, but you, you go from, uh, you're coming from an old school thought. I'm telling you, man, there's this well, growing well, number. Actually, I You say this, people. right? Yeah. No, you say this, but I, I think it is actually, I see it more, right? Like where yeah. definitely different from my age, right? When young people do want to own yeah. their own stuff. Right. Right. Which is a lot different mentality than when I was that age. Right. You know, and the people around me, we were just happy to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And so, and so, so there's that, right. There's like the desperately, I think people desperately want to oh, own, nice. own things, have a bigger stake in the work that they're doing, profit more for the work they're doing, especially in, in the environments you look around, you can't buy a house, student loan debts going through the roof, all these, all these other factors pay into play into it. Right. Yeah. But then that's why we see the proliferation of like all these, um, People want to be influencers and YouTube, you know, like like mm-hmm. ways of like basically generating your own money and 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 um, owning something, right? Yeah. And I, I don't think that mindset is so bad, right? Uh, but then the mindset that um, person, <laughs> the person, I, I was called mindset, the person, <laughs> person that hires you um, can't make money, yeah, right? Um, like that's unfortunately that's just not how this works <laughs> yeah you know tell I mean? tell those people that so yeah. yeah it's definitely swing too hard like i think there's always a balance to everything um mm-hmm. especially you know i value i mean it's been working for thousands of years you know there's a mentor and apprentice right and there's a reason <laughs> there's a reason why you want to be around experienced people learn the ropes before venturing out on your own right and obviously yeah we're we live in an age of influencers way younger successful people yeah. are popping up for sure yeah. right but you know for every young successful there's millions more that want to be that but have no chance yeah. Right, yeah, you don't you don't see that though, yeah, yeah. So it's a, as always, yeah. It's a if anything, I don't feel like too much have changed, right? Uh, maybe the opportunities have opened up, or at least here's the dangerous thing: I feel like the appearance of opportunities are uh, there's way more opportunity, man. Sure, there's way more opportunities, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I feel like they see someone that looks like them doing the same thing, but they don't see behind the scene of like the effort in the entrepreneurship it's very special yeah yeah i like i like talking about this this topic of like success yeah right define Um, it for me yeah i'll define it for you uh because a lot of people are like oh success is defined by how smart i am or i'm dumb as shit dude my 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 skill how skillful I am, uh, my merit yeah. is what will define my success, right? And I, and I think it's kind of partly that. Um, I, I, the way I look at it is the one of the number one things that define your success. One of the main things is luck, yeah. right? It's just like something happens and and and, and it blows up, and there you go. Yeah. The thing that helps you make your luck better is is opportunities yep right and to and to exploit every opportunity that comes your way in order to capitalize on success on 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 the on the luck that 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 will happen right and then the other part of that is um you will fail right and some people will fail or something gets a little bit too hard and then they're like okay i'm done right yeah 
Um, but the most successful fail a lot and keep trying. Right. And, and, uh, and it's that grit, it's a grit, determination, perseverance, whatever, perseverance plus luck plus opportunities is really what drives people's success. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then some people look at that, like that grit and perseverance, like I'm just so smart. Um, but, but, uh, but no, you're, you're, you're rolling with the punches and you're making decisions and and you're doing things. Right. And, and, um, some people will say, Ray, you didn't mention money. Right. And yeah, I didn't because I, because money, um, affords you opportunities. Yeah. Right. And and that's, that's really what it is. It gives you a better chance, but you still got to, you know, work for it. I, I completely agree. Like I would say luck is a combination of opportunity, risk, perseverance. And when I see my kid like growing around, you know, especially nowadays, man, like in terms of grit, I feel like a lot of kids don't have it. Right. Just, <laughs> when it's hard nowadays, yeah, dude, it, yeah, it's too yeah. hard. Right. I was like, yeah. man, my kid's going to do just fine. Like I, I, I get sounds like, that's hungry, like insufficient, man. insufficient dad. Games, right? <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait for my son to grow up. I was like, oh my God. You know, because I growing up in my age group, I felt like there was a lot more kids, you know, even just skateboarding around me or like, you know, yeah. they're, they're more willing to get up after getting hurt and they try hard. And even if it's because they're competitive or they're just stubborn, right? Yeah. Uh, those are all, you know, uh, healthy doses of them are, are good seeds for perseverance, right? And uh, I just don't see that as much uh, anymore <laughs> and also i bring this if you bring this back to the game industry like why, why yeah. does this even matter right yeah. yeah um it's like like we've been through some stuff yeah right still going through and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you've been through some stuff i'm we, still going you know, through we've, been, we, we've been through some stuff right yeah. and, and it's it's that it's there's countless times where i where i was just like oh man like yeah, why am i even else? doing yeah. this you yeah. know what i mean and um, it's it's the the keep pushing the push yeah. the push the push right and the, yeah. the perseverance that um, allows you to do something. And I failed a ton along the way, made some trash games along the way. Yes, you, you did. I mean, yes. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> uh, don't 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 agree so fast. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, and yeah. yeah, you just have to you have to keep pushing and 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 then yeah, and somebody's capitalizing. I you know I I watched bosses ship a game do not anything other than just have the company running ship a game and then go out and buy a ferrari i've seen it in my own two eyes and while and while we're struggling you know what i mean like i mean at that time like we were struggling not getting paid anything and this dude this dude's rolling like rolling up in a ferrari right so yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh and yeah, these days people see that they'd be like, ah, oh, these bosses, you know, capitalism and blah blah blah. Um, you know, like I saw this countless times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and um and and you just have to keep pushing, you know, and and, and work on your craft and get the experience you need, right? And 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 get to a point where you um can then do something on your own or work at a company where at least the boss will share some of it with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I hope. I hate I hate bringing it back to this, but it's just such a I think such a big thing for this year, continuing yeah. from last year, that um, 
I say this from the bottom of my heart. I hope for those who are impacted, <laughs> it happens to you as young as possible. I feel like, you know, I feel yes. really bad for, for, for older developers. And, mm-hmm. you know, my first layoff happened relatively when I was young and it, it changed everything in, in terms of my outlook, um, in terms of industry experience. It helped me prepared for what I am today, uh, when I had the energy and the mentality to kind of stick with it. And, um, you know, there's so many times in my career that I've seen developers get very comfortable. Uh, And I would say from time to time, I I get, you know, trapped in that too. It's like, oh, I'm doing all right. But then, you know, this stuff happens and it affects everyone, right? I mean, this is an industry-wide Thing after a record-breaking year, right? Mm-hmm. Indice, right? Like this can still happen. Uh, the onslaught of AI, people, you know, we constantly talk about what, what do you think it's going to happen? It's happening. I mean, like a lot of this is because, yeah, it's because the tools are changing and developer, uh, the people who are making decisions are, are kind of rolling the dice with AI. Like, hey, this might, we not, we might not need as many writers, right? <laughs> it's like, and we're not, not, we might not need as many concept guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, the writer, the writer one is where I'm just like, ooh, we're going to get some soulless gibberish soulless gibberish but we're you 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 know i've already i've already called called you personally out on this already where where you put up some stuff um that was summarized from an ai and it was like obvious (laughs) you know what i mean man i can sit there uh, (laughs) but i already had you know but it's one of those things it's like you know what is ethical? I mean, it's just our conversations, yeah, you know. I'm not. I'm not saying it's ethical or. But not, let's right? what. It, but, uh, but what I mean is, like, you know, everyone's kind of experimenting right now. That's the thing that people are not uh, giving enough credit to what's happening. Right? Everyone is curious about what can AI as a yeah. personal assistant do for me. Right? Yeah. Put it this way: like all the AI stuff I've seen. Right yeah. uh, on link, you know, every sharing something on LinkedIn or whatever, right? Yeah. Whenever it looks absolutely amazing, yeah. Um, and then the artist or whoever shares their process, yeah. It's some convoluted ten step process through right. many different tools, and and then still the artist's skill and ability to edit it all together and make it look like something, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in the cases where it's like whack as hell, yeah. Right. It's it's like oh, I put it through this tool, and then I release. Yeah, right. I, to um, me, it's, that's it's always yeah. that's always going to be the case, right? And and some people, especially people that want to cut costs or cut corners or, or or you know make things easier and cheaper to make, um, some of them just don't have respect for the craft and and, and quality. You know of course, I mean? yeah. and, and then and then you're just going to get garbage, right? You're going to get a lot of it. You're right. I mean, this is a, another reason for them to be trash, right? I mean. And it's the same argument. It's the same argument. Like um, a friend of mine, like somebody I know, made yeah. made this argument about um, engines. Yeah. And engines, game engines being easier um, to yes. make games. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if a game engine makes it easier to make games, we're going to get a lot of garbage games, right? And and uh, and I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Because yeah. you're also you're also going to get some good stuff that's yeah. high quality, right? That someone who didn't have the chance to get accessibility, 
yeah. or their voice heard, yeah. will their voice now be heard? And you'll have some different content now that you had before. Right. Um, and so it's kind of the same thing, right? Like there's going to be bad from it. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, but then you also have to take, take, you have to, you have to look towards the good. Right. right. And just try to maximize, maximize the good that you will get. Right. right? Yeah. It's, I feel like people, however, how many, however people want to spend their time, if you want to spend most of your career fighting against a tool that's being rampant, used by everybody right mm -hmm. publicly or in secret right that's how you're basically in my opinion you know showing how you're slowly falling behind right people are always going to take advantage of the easiest tools possible to get their ideas across the easier it is the faster they do it the more trash they have to compete against you know trash is going to look like trash if it takes five seconds to generate something, well, someone else has another five seconds to spare. But the, you know, it, you know, good things always elevate, right? Uh, I think, you know, I think in terms of quality, you know, the consumer is going to be, uh, 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 the, simply their taste is going to be elevated, right? And, you know, if this is standard now where anybody can push a button and make art, essentially, you know, then the ones that are above that is just going to be, it's going to take us to a plateau that we haven't reached before, right? In terms of an art form, in terms of the expression, right? So for that reason, it's like, it's one of those things you got to roll with the punches. You know, this is speaking from artists that uh, I can see the reason why you feel, at th you know, it, feel threatened especially with all these layoffs feel uh like your years of service years of perfecting the technique uh doesn't matter right as much um and that's that's very hard to i think cope with for sure but it also is an opportunity you know it's this was kind of in a way inevitable for every 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 discipline that think that they're not concept artists right uh, being affected by this are, are fooling themselves to not think that your job is next, bro. <laughs> right. And then, you know, and, and I think it, the best way is like, all right, you know, we're, we're talking about how do you kind of look past your nine to five and not be chained to the desk. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, originally it's cool, you know, game dev unchained for a reason. Uh, but it's to kind of go back to the ideas, like, you know, how do you free yourself from, from, if you want to own something, right, <laughs> is your first and last decision is talk to your boss and ask for, like, give me more. Like, that. that's to use freedom. <laughs> so you got to ask permission, right, for, for, for the salary that you want and all this stuff, right? Uh, no, essentially, you're going to have to look at your side hustles. You got to build something, on, you know, to, to call it truly yours. And... Like it or not, AI plays a big part of that. It will help you in some way if you look at it a different way. And like your friend said, there will be a lot of garbage AI-generated games, right? But I'll be interested to see, and I pretty much am convinced that consumers can see through the trash. See, see through the oh, trash. Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely oh, not. so you think they're going to buy something <laughs> like GTA six, right? 
Someone's going to attempt to make it a GTA 6 with AI. You do, there's no way. Like, uh, I don't I, play I'm GTA gonna, 6 for the looks. I, you know? I'm going to say, I'm going to put it like this uh, in a funny way. Yeah. How many people right now, today, have Here. motion smoothing on, on their TVs? I have it off. <laughs> Probably everybody. That, that's, that's very good that you have it off. Yeah. A lot of people have motion smoothing on and yeah, have no idea know. and have no idea that they have it on. And then as soon as I look at the TV, I'm like, yo, turn that off. Yeah. Right. Like I see it like immediately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so there is something to say for that. Right. Like, like, sure. like, like sometimes things look bad and people just, just have no idea. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but we're, we're interactive medium. Right. So that, that is beyond just video and television. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be fun. How many times have we played? Good looking games that just suck. I, I think if anything, yeah. this generation has been I always go back to PS2 days, PS3. To me, though that era was solid game design first because graphics just can't do anything. But now we're so graphic heavy, right? These teams yeah. have been ballooned up to crazy budgets that uh design has been kind of distracted. Right with the technical stuff, more so than just pure good game design. Well, um, not even just that. Like I think innovations, like there's been a lot of innovations in rendering and graphics and things. Right, like that. right, right. Um, and then in other disciplines, you like, where's the innovation at? You exactly. I mean? um, and there isn't much. Yeah. Yeah, but the games that have innovations have, if anything, got more publicity and. Yeah. You know, especially well, notoriety. Yeah. I, I, I personally like. I think Nintendo just keeps murdering it every single time, right? Nintendo's um, doing fine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, at the same time, I don't. There's other other games that people love that I don't think are very innovative. Well, I mean, games like Elden Ring, right? Which like I still Call, have Call of Duty for one. Call of Duty, yeah. I'm, but even for every Call of Duty, there's like I think the last few years we're we're here Elden Ring, we hear all these like Japanese. Yeah you know yeah. uh led games kind of kind of dominating the headlines in terms of like game of the year and all this stuff yeah. right so uh gamers are not easily fooled by pretty graphics right and um you know that's not to say ai comes up with you know game design scripting or, or anything like that i'm sure people are, but like it still needs a director to like gameplay is such a human motivated factor mm-hmm. that it, it, it's been like that forever like art has always been supportive of game design programming has been in support of game design i mean that to me the the reason for being and playing art in our medium is such a human component that I, I feel like the heart of it will and the soul of it will at least for for the successful ones cannot be replaced. And like it, yeah. it cannot be in danger, right? I can see yeah. someone generate, I mean, people are trying, right? You see these single made frames in mid-journey and they're creating motion with it with runway or something like that, right? And it's like, yeah, and they can make like, you know, like a pretty arbitrary trailer. That looks cool in motion. Put some epic music behind it. But at the even end of the day, it's like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Even even that stuff lacks like coherence. And- yeah, it's just random image, cool images that, yeah. that move, right? And it's yeah. like maybe for a music video, it can work. 
right? And maybe it's just part of like you know this is day one of progression. This is just hold hold my beer, right? Give it a couple years, and it can really be something. And maybe you know, you know, we we looked at uh, what do you call it the um. Oh, what is that tech when they take celebrity faces and deep, deep, deep fakes? Deepfakes, deepfakes, yeah, yeah. deep fake was kind of going viral and mm-hmm. grew and it was like a joke at first and it got scary. Mm-hmm. And then now you look at Indiana Jones, you know, ILM, they hired the deep fake guy <laughs> uh, and it looks yeah. better than ever. Right. So, and used in a professional setting. Yeah. Uh, and use use with permission from the use for permission from the actor and, and all that yeah. stuff and it's like dude like i think it was the beginning when the mandalorian had luke skywalker young and it looked like yeah. ass right and someone yeah, on the internet you, thank you thank you so much for saying that because i was fighting uh, with so many people about that but dude it looks so bad right dude, and i was then, fighting i was fighting people they were just like no it looks amazing i was like no no not even not even close <laughs> not even close it looked like a fucking robot it looked worse yeah. than game graphics in my opinion yeah. But then, you know, some YouTuber did their deep fake and they did a side by side of Luke Skywalker. And it was unbelievable. It was like, hire that guy, right? And they did. They hired that guy and he works there now and he does a lot of, yeah, he does all the. So that's that's where I feel we are right now with AI stuff. It's like it's it's in its infancy. Um, but as, as as with all the things, like it's in this, it's not just about ethical, right? It's yeah. about um, people just straight up want to do harm, yeah, with it, For and sure. and and like I think it's it's completely reasonable to have those discussions. Like, how do we stop people from doing harm? Um, like allowing this to be completely unfettered, yeah, um, is probably not good, right? And and so how can we like, especially with defects? I I saw a friend of mine with some just off the shelf stuff, yeah. To do uh, a deep fake of himself mm-hmm. talking, and I was like, I was like, damn, that's probably one of the better looking deep fakes I've seen, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and so it's got just continues to get better and better and better and better. Like next thing you know, you could have like Joe Biden saying some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Um, and then people might believe that. I like the, the un- and especially to the untrained eye, you know, like to an untrained eye. I, I think it would be more alarming if just. Deep fake him saying regular shit because he says already <laughs> crazy shit. <laughs> the opposite has to be. You know, what I, you know yeah. what I mean? Though. You know what I mean. <laughs> we need shock value here. It's just another yeah. video of Biden. Yeah, no, nah, you, sure. you know what I, you know what I mean, man. Yeah, it'd, it'd be crazy out here, right? So, so like you know, people need to have, have those discussions about how do we, how do we stop the harm? How do we train the models yeah. with data that we own? Which I think is actually a really hard problem because um, most, like, you know, most of the AI researchers want to say, "Hey, the data that's on the internet is fair use because it's on the internet," sure. right? Um, and so, like, that's going to be a debate for a while, you know. And 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 the, for these models to work, they just need data; they need a lot of it, right? And um, and so, I think that's a really hard, hard thing to. That we need to tackle, right? Like, how do how do we ethically source these things? How do we ethically train them? Um, the cost of training and the computing power, and and now if everything's doing real time inference, um, like how do we how do we optimize that so so that the the cost um, is not astronomical? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot a lot of things in that, um, and and yeah, and I, and I but I do think you're right. Like everybody should be learning how the tech works and 
how they use it in their day to day. Um, I think I think that goes into the category of like being prepared, you know. Hell yeah. Um, I can't close this hour without mentioning, you know, Spider Man leak. <laughs> <laughs> what? Insomniac got hacked, right? Oh, got yeah, blackmailed, yeah, yeah. that whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of business. I mean, what's terrible about it is that, you know, they really uh, put out like developer <laughs> info out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, pretty much everything uh, about yeah. what was going on in the last 10 years of Insomniac business. Basically, they were going for broke before Spider Man, it seems like. I mean, it, if anything, mm-hmm. it gives us like a. A, a background of what the industry was like until recently. Like th- there were some bad years from. I mean, I think there's bad years for everybody. Uh, I think sure. our bad years for like, like the, the mid tier developers. Right. Right. And that's why, that's why we see a lot of the consolidation happening, like bigger, bigger places buying the smaller devs. Right. Um, I think, yeah, the, one of the big reveals from the, for the leak was like Sunset Overdrive didn't make a whole lot of money, and, and, yeah. and, and, and the fact that people were at all surprised by that. I know, right? Like, how, how surprised are you? <laughs> like, I, can, really I, can believe, I can believe that you're surprised. I'm saddened by it because I think Sunset Overdrive is a great game. Yeah. Right? It's fantastic, actually. Um, and, and it's and it's it needed to happen in order for Spider Man Spider Man to work. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, so I I, I think. When you look at it like that, I think it's it's really sad that it didn't make a lot of money, but it's completely unsurprising, right? Um, and uh, yeah, but I I really didn't pay any attention to to the leak at all, yeah. Um, because I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I just don't need to know about it. I don't care. Um, make make the people that did that feel good about themselves, right? So I just just completely ignored it. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, my, 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 my it's, it's hard to, like when you're online all the time, it's hard to ignore stuff, right? So yeah, it, it was that, that, that news, that news about Sunset Overdrive kind of trickled yeah. somewhere to my plate. Yeah. Well, I think the general feeling when companies are targeted like that and got hacked and revealed, it's like, I guess Insomniac is doing pretty well. <laughs> like, for, you know, it's just one of those things like, well, I mean, they wouldn't bother with a lesser known company right spider-man 2 is a hit wolverine sounds really interesting people are super excited about that mm-hmm. um from what i can tell obviously there's some damage there but not catastrophic like your company isn't closing down it's, no. it wasn't anything like that it was just if anything embarrassing and not embarrassing i would say not not even shame what we call it is just feels exposed yeah it's kind of victim yeah, yeah. um but also you know, it also sucks though because like um when you're working on something yeah you want people to hear about it for the first time or you so yeah when when you have your marketing plan together sure, yeah, and you, for and sure. you do the big reveal right yeah they um, leaked like the whole game demo of wolverine right like, yeah it's yeah, in the dark webs right there yeah. yeah that's that's crazy yeah yeah uh, but you know, we all know that 
early alpha sucks anyway. <laughs> it's nothing. Well, that, but you still don't right. want it out there for sure. Well, that's the thing that happened with the GTA league, right? Um, yeah. But when that gameplay league, people are like, hey, it looks like shit. What is all that shit on the screen? Exactly, and right? Like, and it's like, do you guys understand how no game, game looks good? Game no, yeah. no game looks good until it's released. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, until, right? Up until, up until the released, 11th hour. It never, yeah. it never looks good, right? So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, people just don't understand that, I guess. Even 12 hours after release, you got to yeah. download 100 gigs before it starts looking good. <laughs> that's true. Really these pushed, days, yeah, yeah these really days, push crazy. Push yeah. the deadline, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things that hopefully things get better. I mean, it has to get better before... Like I think when people are fearing, like what what does this mean? The long term effects. It's like there is going to be a rebound. We're just waiting for the drop. Like we're just like the stock market waiting for the bottom. I don't mm-hmm. think it hits the bottom yet. I think they're like you said, people are kind of waiting, right, mm-hmm. to do their full rounds. Um, the cool thing is a ready pre plan, right? I mean, it's not like a surprise for these companies to suddenly let go. I mean, these are plans made before the year, right? So you're just hearing mm-hmm. things decided already, right? I don't know if that gives yes. peace to people. <laughs> I feel like it's peace somewhat uh, <laughs> peaceful. You know, it's crazy. Like everybody talks about layoffs in the game industry and I've gone through it and all this. Um, and I'm sure there's other people that, that have experienced what I'm about to say. I've yeah. never been laid off. Oh, wow. Right. And, um, and how privileged exactly. <laughs> the more and more you talk to people you find i find that it's not uncommon for an engineer to not have never been laid off right like i find right. that it's definitely more common for artists and designers to have always experienced some sort of layoff or whatever um but also in the cases though where where like say a studio shut down or whatever that i worked at like you know a studio that we worked at together. Right. Um, so I guess people could cross-reference uh, LinkedIn for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you give we my listeners together. too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> They're not lifting a damn yeah. finger, dude. Yeah. Is there AI tool for that? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so the company we worked at together shut down, right? And yeah. it's kind of like, you know, radar. Like, yeah. saw, that, saw that coming. And yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. all right, let me just go do something else. Before. Time to bounce, yeah. Always, always be... Yeah. prepared well i was a well i i made it out before that but yeah i i would say yeah i mean in terms of my experience one layoff only and that is still very rare like i i mean this past two years this past year especially dude i i there was someone in my never got laid off three times in you know i got laid off found a new job that suit shut down uh three months later that's and crazy. then he got laid off again at the end of the year as part of this that's crazy man dude I, I mean as a you know as anyone but like being a guy being a family guy how mm-hmm. that is such a hit not just to your morale but as a family like yeah it's, it's extra, I've, extra stress extra stress with the go to my wife and say hey Still love making games, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, just become a cop. You know, I mean, it's hard to like not argue. It's hard to argue against the fact of how bad this is. Um, you know, yeah. but what, why do we do it? Because we love it. There's a lot of opportunities. I feel like, you know, yeah. what's hard to kind of differentiate or kind of think, uh, 
separately is the fact that we had a record-breaking year, man. I feel like there's so many games last year, so many great games. I feel like we're uh, in a, a like a rhythm that you get at the late stage of the consoles, where like all the everyone knows the tech now, everyone knows what they need to build, sort of right. So it's like the game design gets better, right? Uh, at least the good ones, right? There seems to be more frequency of good games coming out. And it always ha- always happens at the end of the console generations. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad that these, you know, a lot of these developers are without a job right now. So in a way, it's kind of like a hard reset of like getting our feet back on the ground and another charge up to 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 hitting these frequencies again it's just it's very hard to talk to people at this stage about how lucky we are at the same time um yeah like i i you know i'm kind of when you say like record-breaking year and all this kind of stuff right yeah um there's a lot of good games came out yes um a lot yeah but then really like a really small sliver is, is what eats all the money you know right I mean? and commands all the attention and sucks all the air out of the room right yeah. and then there's a certain level where it just drops off a cliff and you're just you kind of have to just eat with your market that you have or reduce costs or whatever right yeah. um so and all and that competition is all the competition too is just getting thicker you know, there's there's constant arms race, constant arms race against other games that have come out and against streaming content and TV and movies and all the things that will drag people's attention away from things. You know, it's it's just it's just I don't think it's getting easier out there. It's, it's just getting harder and harder and harder to compete. Games as a whole, yes, by revenue surpasses movies, surpasses music, right? Yeah. Um, but we still have to compete with time. Um, and time is a finite resource that is not infinite, right? And and so the more stuff that goes out, the more that you're competing with somebody's time to spend with your thing. Right? Um, so I have a Steam Deck, yeah. <laughs> Multitask. So you, so you just play play while you're on the toilet. I get you. Why on the toilet? Why am I having a heart to heart talk with my sons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like the best. Yeah, yes, yeah, son. Oh, that's so hard. Oh man, I, I, a lot of NBA two K lately. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I play I in a league and I just yeah. warm up with NBA two K. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just hard, man, and uh, and I. Uh, and you see, like, and that's what we're seeing is like these companies are just like every bet we make needs to be a big one, you know. And 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 if this is kind of like a an okay bet, yeah, I might as well just cancel that and lay those people off. Yeah, there's definitely a a chart that was coinciding with what's going on, right? There was, yeah. you know, it was it was a bar chart. Obviously, COVID in terms of investor money was super high, record breaking yeah. high, mm-hmm. huge reduction uh, for 2023 and mm-hmm. continue in 2024. Like we're talking about a 90% reduction of money coming in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're constantly, well, people are constantly, well, why is this happening? Why is that? Well, just, you know, we're reacting to that chart specifically. There's less investor money going in. And, you know, so people are burning their own cash. Right. And, and so you're, suddenly you're, you're they don't want to hire. Money. Yeah. yeah suddenly it's like, you know, maybe we don't want that guy around. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we are in right now. 
So, you know, if people, you know, as soon as you start hearing these companies, these seed money, right, news come back again, that's when you know the industry is back at it, right? So, you know, it's not a coincidence. We haven't seen a lot of that lately. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to happen. Um, I think I was talking to a friend who works in that space. And he was saying, uh, you know, that's their job. I mean, these people who finance games, their whole business is about financing games. So, you know, they can't not go on a year without financing games. It's just that they've yeah. lessened it. Uh, less, yeah. yeah, but, you know, they will ramp up because the more, like Steam, you know, the more they make, the more money they get, right? So... Well, it's not just that, um, like not every game they invest in or whatever are back is going to be successful. Of course. And so, and so they need a portfolio, a portfolio to balance, to balance the risk. Right. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, that's just how it is. It's just yeah. like any other business. Um, so uh, hopefully that gives people some resolve of some planning to do. If you're safe right now, congratulations. However, and I always tell them to do something <laughs> on the side. Uh, for those people who are like absolute, absolutist remote people, <laughs> like I still feel like you need to start being flexible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I think, I think uh, unless you're an engineer, I feel I, I hear a lot of artists being asked to move now, man. Yeah, people are being asked, and and I and I, I I know some that are just like, I ain't doing it right, yeah. and so like is the more people that kind of resist, um, and and back to the question of cost, right, um, yeah. like some 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 CEOs and hiring folks are like, it's worth the cost to hire everybody, have a whole team in San Francisco, right, yeah, um, but like the competition is so fierce, and, and all the things. And as this arms race continues and we want to lower cost and all of this, um, I, th I think that factor will just win out in the end, right? It is cheaper um, to hire people remotely. And yeah. then to, 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 get the, to, to get the benefit of what you want of people, all people being together, yeah. um, just have planned times where everybody gets together, right? Um, because you can get some like, I, when I say cheaper, I'm not talking like, a couple of thousand bucks cheaper. We're talking like a hundred percent, two hundred percent cheaper. Yeah, yeah. overhead. Right? For um, sure. Like, like I mean, it's 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 crazy, right? So, so any any CEO that's like, no, no, I, I'm going to pay triple what I should just so that everybody's in the same office. Yeah, seems crazy. I will say this: it is a balance. Like, I can see a small team functioning remote. But I think for me, I have a hard time scaling that. Uh, I think like past a certain threshold, it's you got to be like a super remote manager that has yeah. like, because hundreds of people remote is a, like a nightmare for me. Like, like I run a remote company, right? And I would never change it ever. But there is a certain number where like this is, this wouldn't work. <laughs> 
<laughs> because you, you know people are terrible. No, I think it's just, uh, in it's crowds. Just hard. I think it's, it's super hard, hard yeah. for accountability. And yeah. at a certain, it's just like, yo, I am working two hours today. I'm going to hide. I was like, well, you know, it's just like very hard to find yeah, people top can't performers. Hide. I, don't think, I don't think people can hide, right? Because yeah. like, hey, I'm going to do two hours today and produce some art. Yeah. And then somebody else is like working nine hours and producing like art. And you're yeah. telling me you as Mr. Art Manager or whatever are looking yeah. at this art. You yeah. can't tell somebody did two hours. Now, if you can't tell yeah. that somebody did two hours versus somebody who did eight, yeah. that dude that did two is just so dope, yeah. right? That more power to him for only doing two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. Uh, but but like, if you but, can't tell, if you right. can't tell, that's when the accountability comes and you're like, yo, dude, why is this whack? Yeah, but like that time, I think the HR part is the one that really like uh, yeah. prevents me from wanting to go through that process to hire someone to give them a chance right to turn mm-hmm. things around oh my god times that a hundred people you know kill me kill me right now <laughs> you know, like, i want to make a game and i'm sitting there with a hundred kids uh trying to like convince them say like, hey give me your eight hours you yeah. know this is a luxury do you know what you're doing right now you know what, what am i doing right now? am you i projecting were, no no you're exposing <laughs> to everybody yeah, right? what it's like to be the owner of a business, and why it is incredibly tough, <laughs> and why you deserve more yeah. money, right? Yeah. You have to deal with these people. It is such a headache, man, right? dealing with people. <laughs> I mean, I wish I can go out there and hire like a hundred rays and just walk away, right? And just oh, <laughs> and just be like, yo, I'm gonna have a game in two years, right? But you know, yeah. people take advantage, man. It's that's why I say like it's two-sided coin. And you know, in, in this in every conversation, there's two sides to it. And uh I can feel, you know, why there's a certain number at a company that's remote. It's insanely difficult. Uh I would even say almost impossible to 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 have creativity flowing to have accountability and just that 100% of trust that everyone's going to show up do what they need to do for the day for the next two years right it's like people are so lazy nowadays man like if my kid walks in and he's like dad why don't you just play with me it's like am I a bad dad right do I want to be a bad dad right now (laughs) it's like there's like this like conflict that you always argue with yourself to justify why you shouldn't work right there's a million reasons why at home or why you shouldn't work but your the trust is not given it's it's earned oh yeah it's definitely earned but I feel like when I pay you like six figures I kind of earned it (laughs) I feel like I I should earn a little uh Can you just do what I paid you for? Uh, nah, dog. No, no, no. Nah, okay. Nah. All right. It is a. Uh, it is something that I think will be an internal conversation with remote. Um, and I, I, I always, uh, you know, people who, like, believe me, people who are great will always be great, right? At home in an office, you can tell right away. I was like, dude, this guy's. I give him one sentence instructions and he came back with paragraphs for uh, his team to do. It was like amazing, you know, mm. but 
that's the problem with remote. It's one extreme or the other. I don't, I don't, I haven't really felt an average player that you usually get at an office, right? At, at office, you get average players, you know, that's, that's just how it has to work that way for, for you to ship anything. Right. Uh, but man, remote is just so extreme personality. This is like, you get the guy who just take it and run with it. And then the other guy who's like doing the minimum. All right. And, and just disappearing throughout the day. So, I mean, every time we talk about this, you always, you always have to concern about somebody not doing their job. Or, Bro. Yeah, it's not, it, it's not, it's, not, it's just not, it's not me thinking about it, man. It's just witness. It's not, You're talking to like, a no, victim here. No, no, <laughs> Got no, accounting. I, I accounting. get you. Yeah. I get you, right? But yeah. you, you always I'm sure see, you ran into this all the time. You seem hyper fixated and, and, and on, on like, yeah, somebody yeah. not doing their job or not doing the yeah. work. And the of only course. way to, the only way to know if they're doing the work is for them to be in the office. And and, and like I just think that that is completely one. It, it's not the majority of your workforce, like by by mile, right? Yeah. Um. And and two, uh, there's ways of doing it. Somebody's done their work or not, yeah. regardless of them being in the office. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's so much about like sniffing that out, right? Yeah. yeah. It's. I really feel it's the HR resources needed to keep that going. Just the ability to check and because you don't fire in the game industry, you don't fire someone. Everybody on probation. You're on probation. You're on probation. That's what I mean. It's like in the game industry, I think out of all industries, we're very uh, forgiving when it comes to accountability, right? It's like, all right, first strike, second strike, go through a program, make sure there's, well, come on, man. Most people don't get fired after a first offense. They just don't do it. I, I, I worked with like terrible people <laughs> that do terrible things yeah. and they're still there. You know what I mean? I, I, was, uh, I don't think you get fired, but man, I've had people be cussing out, get cussed out, yelled, yelled at, you know, still collect I've a seen, paycheck. Seen, that's, that, that's nothing. I see all sorts of shenanigans, man. Of course. Um, I see that. Yeah. Because yeah, of yeah. like, you know, the high stress environment, yeah. The personality, you know, basically yeah. untrained personalities, right? Mm. You know, a bunch of nerds that never got, you know, don't have social etiquettes, right? Of course, I see that all the time, but you don't get fired, right? You still have a job, you still show up, and there's still the idea of priority wise working it out, right? With whoever you have the problem with, you know, that is always the resort. It's never like you're wrong, he's right, get out of here, right? It's nothing like that. Um, and so even remote, it's you're talking about. From the time that I feel like you're trash to the time that I finally let you go, we're talking about six months. <laughs> we're talking about six months of this bullshit. And so, uh, you know, each player. Out, I just want to put out California <laughs> is an at will employment state. Yeah, but, you know, if um, people, <laughs> at least for me, I have a moral company. I don't want to just put you out on your ass. I mean, I may, you know, I do admit it is a the person hiring's mistake first for not scout, you know, your, your process sucked, right? You hired someone terrible, right? And now you're trying to basically yes. transform a person yes, from funny. terrible to good. I'm a yeah. friend who talks about this hiring people yeah, and, uh, and how he was approaching it was yeah. like, and people may disagree or agree with this, whatever. Uh, but when he was hiring people from, from jump, he's like, he's like, you got two months. <laughs> right, like contract right. or full time? What do you mean? Just in his no, head? No, like, like, no, no. 
you tell them, be like, uh, this is a full-time job, right? but you have two months yeah. um, to, to prove that, that, that this was a good hire. Oh, that's right? good. Yeah. Um, and then after two months, if it's not working out, you amicably agree to, to part ways. Boom. Yeah. Right. But you, but you say it up front, right? Right. And so some people might say that seems like a very, you know, unstable work environment. Um, but it's, but it's, uh, it's an honest one. Yeah. It right? is honest. Um, and, and it's, and it's like, it's, have you been, have you seen someone get fired after two months? Uh, I, I'll have to ask my boy if, 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 if he's ever, have you worked with anyone that's only been, have been fired ever? No, that's rare. Fired, fired. No, no. But like, I mean, but if like, you know, like some jobs have like that three month probation period and all this kind of stuff. Right. But you you usually don't get fired after three months. Right. You get like demoted. Yeah. But, but, um, but he was just like, yeah, no, like if, if it's after two months of it, it's not working out, we just gonna just cut bait. You get paid, get benefits, all the whole nine. It's not like, it's not a contract gig. Right. But it's just like, Hey, okay. We figured out it's not working out. Not for you to go. Right. And then no hard feelings. Boom. You're out. Right. Um, but if after two months that you look like a great worker, then boom, you're, you're in. Continue. Right. So, yeah. Cause sometimes like, cause the, how we hire and evaluate people, it's just, it's not perfect. Right. Well, it's not, you know, there's no way you can figure someone out yeah. in a day or two, right? I mm-hmm. mean, an asshole can look good in two days. <laughs> Damn, I look like an angel in two days. <laughs> I, can, I can do anything in those two days. It's funny how you went from asshole to, to talk about you. But. <laughs> hey, I'm the first one to admit, man. I, I can put on a show if I have to. I'm a people person. But like I said, it, it is... You know, I, I I have yet I'm just trying to relate to what these big companies are obviously going through. And it's tough, man. I, I don't think remote was when the the companies that are doing well are thriving. Like it's the extremes that I'm saying, right? The companies that are doing well with it are, are thriving and the people that aren't are, are just right. And there is no in between. There's like, oh, it's kind of working. Even hybrid is not perfect. Like people who are asked to move close to the office, basically to do hybrid, you know, a lot of people don't want to. All right. And in that situation, what do you do? Right. I know exactly. Right. And uh, for, for both sides, sell, they have the right to refuse. Are you going to sell my house for me? Exactly. Exactly. Are you right. Pay, are you going to pay the closing costs? All right. So pay... then we're going to separate ways. Right. But these yeah. are the conversations from what I'm hearing is that, you know, all these companies want their people back in the office. Yeah. And there's this, this is the compromise. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that still still seems to be the lingering thing. I wonder, though, the impact of how all basically how all these people have no jobs and the percentage that are going to basically yield to being in office again. I, I kind of want to well, see right. what that looks like if oh, it's yeah, more than half. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the percentage uh, what the percentage is going to be at all, but because the labor market is so tight and there's so many people being laid off, Competitive, some people, some, some, people yeah. some people are going to be in a position where they just need to find a job. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel a lot of that is because of that too. It's a force. And some checkmate. And I'll see some of the ones that I see saying, oh man, it took me six, seven months to find this job. Yeah. Were the ones that were like really hardcore about remote. what they wanted. No, just what they wanted in general, right? right. Yeah, they want remote, they want a non toxic Did they get it or are you saying they just held out long enough? Well, yeah, they held like they it took six, seven months for them to land a role, right? But but right. but um but they the, got the ones yeah, when I see that, it's mostly the people that are really hardline on 
on what they want. Yeah. It just comes down to creating value for yourself. Mm-hmm. These games need to be made. I mean, they're, we're not, if you can weather this storm, right. It will come back very fruitful in my opinion, uh, because there's a lot of games that need to be made and it's still a very niche skill set. <laughs> uh, Mm. No matter how many times Epic wants to promote Fortnite, Unreal, <laughs> it's still a very niche thing to learn to do. In yeah. even now, I think personality plays an even bigger part. Like the you know all these college kids coming from, well, if they do find jobs, right? This new generation of people coming into the industry and socially, they're just weirder than before man in my opinion <laughs> you know what I mean? so it's like it's you know if you're a decent person you know you have more than like one friend uh you actually are pretty highly competitive i think I some really socially awkward people in my day man but that's also like you know it's, it's worse than now dude <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think to be a programmer yeah there has to be something wrong with you in in, in various ways yeah and and, and so like because i've Hung out with a lot of programmers, went to engineering school. Yeah. You meet very strange and interesting people when you, yeah, do, <laughs> when you do that, right? Um, and, and so that's why I'm like, well, like, I don't know. I, I think one of the big things is um what it is, what I do notice is I don't think um younger folks can talk to anybody about anything. And I think that's mostly because um they're talking to each other on their phones. So in, so talking to somebody in person is like a weird experience. Well, that's what I mean. Like even you engineers are kind of a popular group to kind of highlight, right? In terms make, of fun of, <laughs> make, make fun of you. Mean, yeah, 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 I say highlight, right? I'll just say highlight. Uh, you know, socially awkward, you know, before, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. they're still, you know, you guys are still functioning around each other because you're used to being in that setting. We're talking Not about really. a generation yeah, of people. Cases. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys can still show up at meetings and still brainstorm together, right? I'm yeah. telling you, those skills set are... Well, Long gone what, no, for this new generation. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is I, yeah. I think they, they spend a lot of time communicating electronically. Through text, yeah. Right. And that and they don't know how to really communicate face-to-face with somebody. Yeah, so yeah, if that's, I... That's what I see. Yeah, yeah so like, that's a huge part, man. So like, yeah, yeah. if offices are, are becoming more of a unique place to round up people, to kind of have these once a week, once well, a month gatherings... That's, that's why, but that's also why remote is favored right because like for socially awkward people it might be a lot better and there's also there's also there's also people like nero divergence can't deal with noise can't deal with distractions don't want to be well, th- all right so you wouldn't all right uh, this is kind of yeah. hypothetical right we'll, we'll talk a hypothetical space right yeah, so yeah. I, I i'm cool with you on the internet you show up at the office we're going through this brainstorming session and you start freaking out or you're like you're not not you're basically useless in the office and i was like yo we do this once a week we need mm. you to be here. This is our chance to kind of interact and see how things really are. Yeah. Right. How many times have we interviewed someone and they show up to work? Like, who the fuck is this guy? And you want to fire him immediately. Right. That happens all the time. So imagine these like after hiring, we have these once a week. I'm not asking for much. It's like, I don't like these noises. Like we need to find a new guy. <laughs> like, that, 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 I'm fired. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> hang out with you once a week and you give me all this attitude? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I'm not saying attitude, but I'm saying there's some people that don't do Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to play Tekken uh, with you right now. Like, no, no, no. I can't. I can't. I'm being honest here. Like, I can't. If I can't sit down and play games with you in a live setting, it to me eliminates. Right. I mean, like programmers less so than artists. Right. Artists have always been in in interviews at best 50 50, but in a lot of ways, 60 percent personality, 40 percent skill set. Right. So us being a me being able to hang with you in a live setting. Yeah. In in a lot of ways, my my it's my truth and your truth colliding. Right. (laughs) And I see all this like you're like eye twitching and you're like <laughs> you know snarling at me and you can't finish your own sentences you know what i mean i'm not besides all the you know you know whatever you're going through i have to be able to communicate with you in a way that is respectable among yeah. colleagues right it's yeah. a huge part of brainstorming for artists and i'm sure engineer engineer i think is more forgiving but yeah. there's got to be certain amount of those ticks that you can get you guys can take where you're like, yo, there's gotta be another engineer. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this every week. I'm sitting with him right after and he's complaining to me how this doesn't work for him. And he needs like special treatment. Right. I was like, no man, this is like, dude, once a week, you can't give me that. <laughs> you, you, you know, I'm describing time, one of your days right now. No, every time we talk about this, I'm just like, I really don't want to work with Brad. What wouldn't you be for? You don't have these fucking ticks, dude. We can chill. We played like Street Fighter all the time. I mean, yeah. that's my minimum. You know, it's yeah. like I love, and that's the thing, man. Like, I'm afraid those days might be disappearing, and this is why I, I'm not 100 percent on remote because, mm-hmm. like. For our, you know, for our industry, we're so interactive. That is the heart and soul. And you're telling me that developers hanging out is disappearing, you know, like unfavored, you know, know, it's it's, it's definitely, it's definitely way harder with creative, with a creative company and a creative job. It's yeah. definitely way harder. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, working solo is not. I don't think preferred. I mean, there's huge percentages. Like engineering, yeah. like engineering is creative, and we, especially when it comes to video games, it's creative, and we have to work with people and stuff. But but there are like, but injuries are definitely more on the on the lines of like, leave me alone. Right. Let me let me just concentrate on this, and then I'll get get back with you. When of I'm course. Done but there's always a focused time, right? Yeah. But I am hearing and I'm seeing even those once a week hybrid is becoming too much for the younger generation. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, what I mean, it's like shut the fuck up. You know, you, you gotta you gotta be able to hang. You know, otherwise it's like we're just robots. You know, in this virtual machine. You know. Try to describe a cognitive machine. And that's literally plugging into the matrix, doing your work and, and and the fun stuff, right? Here's the thing, right? People don't want to say this. You do your work and you leave, you do your personal stuff. So where's the commodity? You know? Uh oh, yeah, ever yeah, with your yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, I'm just here to work. I'm gone. Yeah. Completely missing the element of just yeah. being with 
colleagues that are your friends. You know, it's it's soulless in my opinion. I, I don't like that future at all where um, I'm just clocking and clocking out. And the fun stuff is, you know, outside of you guys, you know, um, at least growing up in the industry that way and then feeling the difference now you know i think we're the one of the only most likely transitional generation that will feel what it was before and what was after you know i think 10 years time it might be just all remote like you said and what a shame that is to me like to Mm -hmm. to just plug into the matrix do you work and go and like we're i i you know talk about trying to build building a soulless game with ai that's that's it it's like it's like that that's building a building a soulless game with ai you know that's that's the way it is yeah (laughs) just i'm just saying my truth man that's what i see (laughs) (laughs) that's my rant for today but uh yeah i hope you know hopefully you're you you correct i mean if it ends quarter one that's sooner the better yeah, um, with all these I'm layoffs gonna, and stuff, we're not going to see a whole bunch of layoffs happening after after March. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. For those who are seeking for some type of relief, yeah. you know, I, mean, I think that's it's, it's, it's good or bad. It's two more months. <laughs> two more months. Hold out. <laughs> it just it just means you have until like November, December until the next one start again. Yeah, it's true. I'll take that. Let's go back to normal again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll take that normal. Yeah. Uh, until then, guys, thank you for tuning in. As always, where are you hanging out now? Are you still on X at Waterass? Uh, I'm, I'm still on Twitter uh, okay. at, at Waterass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I, refuse, at him. I keep, keep telling you, I refuse uh, to call it X. And okay. uh, yeah. And also, you know, LinkedIn, uh, Ray, Ray Graham. Are you hanging out on LinkedIn more now because of all? you think like i've been checking linkedin more than ever now i feel like you know you eat a place uh, you could get me but um i just i just don't post a lot on twitter because it's how much fun it's having (laughs) (laughs) all right guys as always reach out hopefully this has been delightful um stay in there should be better soon Hello, everybody. Brandon here. I want to talk to you today about something very special. We've been on this wild ride together, haven't we? From my early days as a senior employee, feeling a bit lost, all the way to leading multiple studios, transitioning to smaller indie teens and to the mobile industry, and now running my own game studio for the last six years. Throughout this time, you've been here listening and learning along with me, sharing this never-ending journey of discovery. This year, I'm kind of on this quest of meeting serial studio founders, discussing acquisitions, or exploring what it takes to grow a studio to over 100 developers. I've always tried to find an exciting topic to delve into, and every year is a little different. The focus is a little different because that's where I am in my career currently, and I want to be able to share what I'm learning with you guys. So I've always been dedicated to asking the tough questions, bringing you insightful answers from industry leaders and experts. And now I want to share with you how I'm applying these answers to my own journey. This is why I'm excited to announce that for just $1.99 per month, you can now subscribe to our exclusive content series. These bonus episodes will give you a deeper look into my personal experiences and how I'm putting into practice what our esteemed guests are preaching. It's more of a personal side of the journey that I hope will show you that we're all in this together and we're all continuously learning. 
Whether you're a game developer, studio founder, or just a passionate gamer, there's something in it for everyone. By subscribing, not only will you gain access to this exclusive content, but you'll also be supporting the ongoing production of the regular programming. It helps keeps the lights on and ensures that I can continue bringing you top quality content and insight into the world of game development. The links to subscribe are in the description. Your support means the world to me and helps me keep doing what I love, sharing this journey with you. So show some love, hit that subscribe button, and let's continue this adventure together. Thank you all for your continued support. And as always, stay tuned for more exciting content. Until next time, this is Brandon, signing off. Thank <laughs> you.